When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. Uh, I think we've got uh, Vossi on the line. Uh, Vossi, welcome in. Uh, yeah, coming in on a... It's hard to be bright about the Warriors, isn't oh. it? Yeah, I'd love to come on here and, and give you signs of hope and, and, you know, well, I saw this and, and that, but right now, I mean, that was the first weekend of winter, folks. Yeah. And, you know, cliched a bit, but this could be a very long winter oh, for the Warriors. Fossey, it's been a very, very tough morning. Um, I know Kimpy and uh, and the Bricky boys went hard on it for the, for their four hours, and we've already got a ton of people coming in on the text machine. I guess the the biggest um, the biggest sentiment that we're seeing is there's almost no answers anymore. I mean, what what is the answer? I mean, people are talking about Nathan Brown, then we go to Sean Johnson, then we start talking about CEOs. It just seems like the, the whole club from top to bottom, there's something fundamentally wrong. Yeah, look, I can give you feedback from this side of the ditch. You know, we've been talking about it on our breakfast show this morning. We've only just come off air and... Have we lost them? We might have lost them. I was very interested to see what the Aussies were saying about uh, the Warriors. We'll wait and see if we can get uh, Vossi back up. Um, just running through those other uh, results from the weekend, just quickly, the Cowboys beating the Titans uh, 32 points to six. They had six plays out with or- uh, to Origin. They still got the result. And the Panthers beating the Bulldogs 30 points to 18. Um, that was on a Friday night. And then, obviously, the Seagulls Warriors. And then the Roosters going down to the Raiders, 22 points to 16 um, yesterday, which was probably the upset because I had picked the uh, Roosters and all of that. Um, but, yeah, I think we've got Vossi back there. Vossi, you were saying uh, the, what you've been hearing from the listeners over there in, in Australia. Yeah, questioning the identity of the Warriors right now. What they stand for, what is their style of football, what are they, you know, what's their, if there's DNA, where does that carry on into this current squad? So mm-hmm. that's that's a fair question. I also tweeted out the other night when I was watching the game on Saturday night, um, the Warriors-Manly game, I just, I was interested to know, uh, you know, in comparison to pre-lockdowns and COVID two years ago, are you watching the Warriors as much? Are you watching as much rugby league? And I must say, I got a very mixed response. Um, you know, I've got the rusted on supporters who just, you know, absolutely pledge their loyalty, and I admire that greatly. But there were others that have said that, uh, no, they haven't, and it is to do with the Warriors, why that is the case. Um, there are others who said, look, well, no, they're still watching the Warriors because the Super Rugby hasn't exactly been outstanding in the interim. <laughs> so, yeah, there was this different opinion coming mm. in, but... At the crux of it all, the Warriors are now in a desperate situation for mine in terms of football. Um, I think I, I get to call them firsthand. I'll be in Redcliffe this Sunday night watching them firsthand against the Cronulla Sharks. If they put in another bad first half, I don't know what I'm going to say. Like, I, I seriously, mm. you know, we're, we'll be 14 rounds into the season and I might be scrambling to say the Warriors 
could be favourite in any other game they play this year. Yeah. Um, so they've just got us. We, we have to see something, not just their fans, but everyone. We all need to see a fighting Warriors performance. And I know there was some bad calls from the ref the other night and all of that, but I just didn't see fight. No. We need to see fight. No, and, and I think what's um, also been echoed a lot through our listeners, Vossi, is the fact that in the past, you know, Warriors teams, they could struggle and they might get beaten by 50 points one week, but then the next week they'd come out and they'd beat the, the Premiership favourites, you know, and it was the un, yeah. uh, the unknown of the Warriors that sort of made us excited, whereas this year you almost go into every game thinking they're going to lose, but hoping something else happens. Well, I think now we look back at that performance a few weeks ago, that second half, and it's ironic, but we're talking Cronulla, where, um, you know, they played against 12 and they played against 11 men for a period of 10 minutes and didn't score a point. Now, that's that's come home to roost. There's obviously some, some serious confidence issues and style of play issues and all the rest, and I know Sean Johnson's copying a lot of heat, and so he should. I mean, mm. Sean's got to expect that. He's signed as a senior player and leader, and he's not aiming up. I know Corey Parker was very critical of him in commentary the other night. But that's not just the – that's not the only factor. You know, Sean Johnson playing well is not the only – or if he's not playing well, is not the only factor to it. I just need to see more on desire and spirit. And, and, and can I give a case in point? Canberra, six weeks ago, I have got a red felt pen – through the Raiders, said their season is gone. Mm. Well, they have shown that you can turn it around, um, and they have now won four of their last five matches. And what I saw yesterday was just a team that wanted it more, playing the Roosters. You know, they just ran hard, tackled hard, you know, stuck at it, got under pressure, were able to finish off resilience. Maybe resilience is the greatest commodity in rugby league right now. (laughs) If you can find resilience and have that and show it, then you're more than halfway along the struggle to being a, a, a more than a competitive side and on your way to victories. Vossi, you've been um, you've been following the game for a lot longer than I have. You would have seen clubs go through, I guess, periods of their history like this, um, and you know, crystal balling a little bit. If the Warriors do go through this season and only pick up a couple more wins, and it ends up being one of the worst seasons we've ever had, what in the past clubs that have been in this position, what's been the key to turning it around? Yeah, well, that's well. Gee, there's a few blueprints there. Um, I I do think quality of the individual who you sign, and you know, I, I suppose the Warriors, and it goes back to the point I made earlier about a, a listener's observation this morning. What do the Warriors stand for? What is their style? Well, go back into when the Warriors have been successful, and I probably look at someone like a Kevin Campion. Yep. You know, the the role he played at the club and the hard edged and. I could imagine he would have been... Look, I never attended a training session to know, but I could imagine around training, there was no you-know-what with, with Kevin. I mean, you turn up with your boots on and you train as you mean to play. Um, so I, I think that's a review. You talk about your leaders, then you do have to have a review of your leadership within the club. And now I don't mean that they have to be the captain. I'm talking about the people you have around the club. And I look at what the Broncos did this year. So I'll bring another club into the picture. Adam Reynolds was seen as the key signing, but it's quite obvious uh, in Kevy Walters. Every interview I've heard from him, he's mentioned three players. He doesn't just say Reynolds. He says Kurt Capel, what he's done for the team. Not talking about on-field performance. He's talking about a grand final winner coming to the club in Kurt Capel. And he also has mentioned Ryan James. Now, Ryan James has done bugger all, really, on the field for the Broncos this year. But signing that experience, man, what he has done for the club and around the playing group obviously is having an influence. So, you know, there's a few strands to leadership, isn't there, Mm. and qualifications and credentials. I mean, you can have grand final winners 
and you can have grand final winners who actually play an active role among other players and it rubs off. So I think the Warriors need to look very hard at that. Who is their leadership group um, going forward? Does the current roster have those type of players? Because the observation of many right now would be, no, it doesn't. Mm. Nathan Brown, uh, who, yeah, was coming under a lot of pressure, and uh, I know Mark Robinson came out last week, said he's going to be here till the end of the year. Um, there are, you know, people texting in and calling in saying that, you know, he might resign if, if a couple more losses come our way. If something like that happened or if he does leave at the end of the year, is there anyone floating around that you can think of off the top of your head that might be good in that sort of Warriors coaching role? Well, I know for a fact that the Warriors have had a, a previous little dabble at Shane Flanagan. Now, of course, he is available um, it, without without coaching job at the moment, working in the media, both on radio in Sydney, but uh, alongside me and the team at, at Fox League. And Shane wants to coach. I mean, mm. you know, he's, he's not retired in any stretch. He would come to the club. Yes, he's had his issues, but he comes as a, a premiership winner and clear thoughts on how the club is to be run and, and how it seems to operate I think when you're talking cabs waiting on the rank, I'd probably rather go with someone who has done a little bit of being there, done that, than rather than going to the rookie coach, throwing them in, you know, basically into the wolves with yeah. with the Warriors in their present situation. I think I need a coach who's not afraid to lose. Is probably you know, he's not worried about their job <laughs> and the next game. They they do have to go there and and really map out what's going to happen and look at the roster and where we have to be and what we want to be and, and bring a, a, a playing style because I know under Shane Flanagan, I knew what I was getting from the Sharks every week and the Sharks were a side that could play ugly and win and would be in the grind. We said it so many times with the players they had, you know, Cronulla would be happy if they, you know, it's six all, it's the 75-minute mark. You know, they're ready to go. Mm-hmm. Let's roll up the sleeves and get, get into it. So they, I knew under Shane Flanagan the side of, you know, the type of football I was getting from the side. So I would put in Shane Flanagan as a nomination if the position's vacant. Uh, Vossi, just a quick look at some of the other games um, across the weekend. I was a little bit surprised um, by the Cowboys and the Panthers. I thought the Titans might do it, given that the Cowboys were missing six plays for Origin. And then uh, the Panthers, a few people, obviously last year they lost to the Tigers during that Origin period, so a few people thought that might happen with the Bulldogs. But both teams um, really stepped up. Oh, can I say this about the Titans? As disappointed as I am in the Warriors, I'm more disappointed in the Titans this season. See, mm. I had the Titans in my top eight. Yep. You're backing up last year. And they've got three wins, and I don't know whether I could tip them again this year. Um, Matt Johns put it nicely this morning. He said the Titans was like you turn up at a bar fight, and the Titans were the bloke who threw the first punch and threw their, their strongest possible punch and didn't make a difference. <laughs> you know, like they had nothing more than that, yeah. and they scored the first try in the 15th minute and never scored again. And the Cowboys' defence is so well-drilled and organised and you know, 16-6 by half-time and then complete shutout second half. So Titans are you know, you know, desperately off the pace. Bulldogs off the pace. Penrith minus troops. They've just got an aura. They know how to win. It's not about who's out. It's about who's in. Mm. Um, and, and they get the job done. And again, they get on the front foot. They score in the fourth minute, 22-6 at halftime. Bulldogs spirited, but you know, Penrith are just a, a winning football club right now like mm. they, in all areas in all areas um, and I thought the most impressive game of the weekend was the one I called yesterday Raiders and Roosters and I've already said you know what a great turnaround Raiders I just think they won you know they, 
evenly matched sides yesterday. Um, the game got down close, 18-16 with 10 to go, and the Raiders finished it off. I, I just love the spirit they showed. You know, players playing out of their skins at the moment. Blokes mm. like Corey Horsburgh and the young fullback Xavier Savage, Joseph Tarpany, probably number one prop in the game <laughs> based on his form of the last few weeks. He's outstanding. Yeah, yeah. No, it was, uh, yesterday's game was definitely the highlight for me over the weekend. And uh, just finally, Vossi, uh, State of O on Wednesday. Kiwis uh, just love to get in behind State of Origin, which always makes me laugh because 99% of us have no affiliation to New South Wales or Queensland, but we somehow seem to be just as passionate as you guys. Uh, what are you picking for Wednesday night? No, well, Queensland don't mind picking Queen, uh, you know, New Zealand-born players. Well, mind you, New South Wales <laughs> did pick James Tamo, didn't they? True. Palmerston, um, uh, Palmerston North. Uh, I am going New South Wales, but I think they'll only be the one score in it. You know, a, a two-point difference, four, six, that would probably see it out. Maybe maybe an Nathan Cleary field goal will be an important um, trigger in the game. But uh, I'm, I'm thinking close. I spoke to Cameron Smith this morning. He said he'd be happy if he could say Queensland could score 20 points. He thinks 20 points would be the winning score. So I'm going to go with 20 points as the winning score. You know, maybe 20 to 18. That, that might be the scoreline in game number one with James Tedesco to be man of the match, the Brilliant. captain of the Blues. Brilliant. There you go, Vossi. Uh, thanks heaps for coming on, mate. Always appreciate your time. Yeah, good luck to the Warriors just hanging there. And as I say, I'll report from the coalface Sunday night uh, when they play up in Redcliffe against the Sharks. Brilliant. Looking forward to it. There you go. Vossi there joining us out of his studio over in uh, Sydney calling the Warriors. And uh, as he says, uh, hang on, hold tight. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Um...